And it's your boy that loves messenger. Singing Red Rover. Send your sweet loving over. Yeah, man. Ray, what's up, bro? You know, I can't call it, man. You got disco lights in the back? You had a nightclub or something? <laughs> no, no, no. We, uh, we just mixing, you know, having a... Having a little bowl with uh, the bro. Oh, man. Who's that guy right there? What's up, Ray? Long time no see, brother. No, man. Long time no see. Yeah, man. Last time I seen Ray, I was trying to sign him to my uh, sign him to my record label, dude. Well, it's a good thing you didn't sign Ray, because I don't know what that label is. <laughs> ah, Chandelier. <laughs> man, champagne in the building. What's cracking? What's cracking? <laughs> <laughs> Ray, man, I appreciate you taking time to be part of our podcast. Yeah, brother, appreciate you. Well, yeah. I'm, you know, honored to have you uh, to be on your podcast. And greetings to your uh, fellow listeners out there. Oh yeah, we got a bunch of people that are um, excited to hear about your story, your path. Future, past. Oh, we can yeah. this, do this up in like two minutes. We can wrap this up in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you guys having me on uh, on your show. Um, you know, I know you guys probably have a whole list of <laughs> guys that uh, you know. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, taking the chance to uh, and the time to interview this guy. <laughs> hey, so for all you listeners out there, we have the uh, the infamous Ray Ledger on our podcast show. Yep, loves messenger. Loves messenger. Loves messenger. Yeah, man. So. Uh, so Ray, man, I know I know a lot's been going on um, in your in your career and your path. Just, lights went out. Just want to know, can you can you tell us tell us about yourself? Tell us about your path right now and your in your life. Yeah. Um, first off, my name is Raymond Ledger. My full name is Raymond Ledger. I'm a father. I'm a you know I'm a husband, and uh, I'm a reggae artist and a musician and a cover connoisseur. But oh, I'm also a veteran. For those of you that don't know, but uh, yeah, your boy is a veteran. I was in the Navy for nine years. I was an engine mechanic in the Navy. And uh, I also was a Navy recruiter 
chances are there was a couple of guys that were on the side of the sh probably picked them up and put them in the Navy. <laughs> but uh, that's what I, uh, yeah, that was me. And uh, yeah, I've, I've uh, never regretted any, any, I think I lived a, 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 a full life. Now, being in the Navy, did you travel to a lot of places? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've been to Hong Kong, Singapore, Thailand, uh, Africa. I was in the Middle East. And, uh, yeah. You know, the, a, a real funny story. Let me tell you a funny story about uh, when we were out there. So you have to make friends with uh, a lot of the... You know, a lot of the important guys, like the cooks. And all of our cooks were Filipinos, so we we had to be friends with these guys. And they loved us anyway, so they thought that we were, I don't know, maybe they're distant cousins or something. But we had to hook up on, uh, on uh, good food. And then uh, we had a, uh, a Micronesian dude who was a... Uh, he was a, a chief boat captain <clears throat> on one of the Swick boats. It's one of those, uh, it's a, a small little craft that uh, uh, the aircraft that were, aircraft carrier that we were at. And that's where we would do all our laundry. We would drink our kava down there and we would just have a good time, you know. It was good to have uh, Polynesian people and Micronesians. And In the, in the I remember. Um, I remember. Uh, I went to a to a birthday party, and I was talking with my Fijian side because my daughter's half Fijian, and they all told me that they knew you. Yeah. You were uh, you were working together with uh, my uh, my daughter's mom's brother. Yeah. Shout out to all the Fijians out there, baby. Exactly, man. Shout out to my uh, all my Fijian family out there, man. Yeah, you're talking about Jesse Tamanalevu. That's my boy, man. Shout out to him, his family, and uh, all the Fijians that uh, you know served the, the the military. But yeah, he was he was one of my closest uh, closest boys, man. Going in the, uh, while I was in the service, <coughs> made everything. He made everything uh, nice and uh, easy for me. <clears throat> and then uh, along came, uh, we had uh, some Samoan boys. We had some Tongan cats that were in the Navy, but it was cool, man. It was really hey, so, cool. Hey, so tell me more about, um, I know there's some people that if football or sports is not their path, um, education is not their path. A lot of the Polynesian people want to get into the military. What are some of the things that you felt like you could have done to prepare yourself mentally, physically, emotionally to be in the military? Is it worth it? It's worth it. Number one, don't be scared, man. Don't be afraid because you hear a lot of horror stories about, you know, joining the military. Don't do it, man. For our people, man, it's such a blessing to be in the service, you know, <clears throat> when you're in there, shoot, as a single guy, you get uh, almost five grand, five grand a month, you know, as a single guy, you get free room and boarding and uh, you get uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then you have 
you know you're you're pretty much a you know you do you do your job and then you go out and you you know you do your you live your life and then you come back it's just like a job but uh, a lot of people think that uh you know you're slaves to to the government you're really not you know but uh i would encourage all the young folks out there um to do that if that's if they ain't got nothing going on if football ain't working if if uh, wrestling ain't working, if tetherball ain't working, whatever it is, you know, join the service. <laughs> join the service. Yeah. But why? Why? why because there's other branches that are there. There's the Air Force, the Army. You know why? Why did you decide to choose the Navy? Okay, so um, I uh, I served a mission, uh, LDS mission. I was in the you know. And I went to Hawaii, and in Hawaii, they feed you, man. They feed you a lot. So when I I, I grew up, uh, I think I was, yeah, I was like 165, 170 in that range when I graduated from high school. When I got off my mission, I was 250. (laughs) I was a bowling ball. (laughs) Yeah. And so when I went into the Air Force, which, uh, you know, I wanted to – that was my primary choice. I went into the Air Force, and the dude, he he pointed to the door, and he said, go to the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked into the Navy, the Navy's office, and there was a white, you know, chief. You can tell that this guy has been uh, processing, you know, um, heftier gentlemen like myself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he pretty much told me the rundown, told me what to do. And, uh, yep, there you go. Um, a week later, I found myself in uh, Navy boot camp, crying like a little girl. <laughs> but uh, it was the best decision of my life, man. Yeah. Love it. We salute you, man. We thank you for your service. So would you say that, uh, that's when your music career started, was when you were in the Navy? No, I, 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 music has always been a part of my life, you know, from a little kid, you know, uh, it starts off at church, uh, it branches off to, cause I had some OG, uh, uh, to mix at the, you know, fight cover <clears throat> and they used to bring me around as a kid and they would introduce me to the toe and Hey, Kogunet, this my nephew. I'm like, all right, nigga, I am 14 years old. <laughs> but uh, hearing them sing, it just inspires me, you know. When I was a kid, I would uh, tag along with my uncle. And, uh, yeah, so I was singing since I was super young. But uh, the title of my album was uh, Ray Ledger, uh reporting for duty so that was just to pay homage to you know to the service and to the military but um i would have to say that music has always been a it it was always a part of me i was singing since i was young you know never really took off until i was in the service and i started hanging out with these hawaiian guys I'm going to tell you, man, these Hawaiian guys <laughs> in the service, they love to sing songs of their their home that reminded them of home. Mm. So 
So I started singing stuff like, uh, you know, Honey Baby and Capenna songs. And yeah, that's, that's kind of where everything started for Man, me. You're pretty, you're pretty talented. You know, when it comes to music, I remember uh, sitting sitting down in a circle and you would sing songs from different countries and different islands and different um, one time you sang a song in Fijian, then the next time you sang a song in Samoan, and you know. So, so do you speak other languages? I do, I do. I actually speak uh, Tongan and Samoan and and uh, some Fijian. And uh, you know, again, that just uh, that just goes back to my upbringing. My dad was Tongan, Samoan. Um, because my dad knew that we spoke Tongan outside or we spoke Samoan outside of the house. He made sure that we spoke Tongan inside of our house. So everything was very cultural related in our house. Um, and then my mom's mom was, uh, she was a Fijian lady. and But she spoke very good Samoan until, until I started asking her a lot about you know, her, her side. And she would teach me Fijian. And so everywhere I went, I would speak Fijian to all the Fijians. And they'd be like, huh? Whoa. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, it's, it's uh, I think it's super important for anyone who has that background, who can speak many languages to share that you know i don't think it's something that we should hold back or but it's it's important for the younger generation to learn your your own native language whether it be samoan tongan maori or hawaiian or you know tokelau it's super important for you to learn it <laughs> that gives you a foundation of who you are and uh and they say that if you know who you are, you know where you're going. Right? That's what I'm about. I love it. But then does that foundation come from uh, the the love manager? Yeah, yeah. Definitely that that concept came from the love of you know ex exactly what I just talked about. <clears throat> You know, knowing uh, my Fijian side, my Tongan side, my Samoan side, that just uh, gave me a, a distinct love for, you know, our people. Hey, so for you listeners out there that are uh, just tuning in, we have the, uh, the infamous reggae artist, entrepreneur, Gaba Connoisseur, the love messenger, Ray Ledger on our episode right now. Bless up. Bless Ray up. Right on. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. Techie, is that you, Tech? <laughs> What's up, Ray? Damn, this is my brother right here, man. I'm over here trying to work. Think, who, who's this guy with the dreadlocks, dude? <laughs> hey, so for your listeners, for some of you guys who don't know, Hey, Tech, only for the archives, man. <laughs> hey, Techie is my brother. Techie is my bro, man. We have been through 
Helen Beck, you know, <laughs> in this cover game. I love this man so much. It's my little brother right here, man. <clears throat> so yeah, I didn't know you too, that. man. Yeah. It's good to see you on here, brother. Yeah, it's good to see you too, man. How's Vegas? Oh, you know, Vegas is, uh, oh, you know, greetings from the Silver State, by the way. <clears throat> the, t the temperature is, uh, the temperature is uh, partly cloudy, but uh, it's a lovely uh, Sunday after, uh, evening. Hey, hey, Techie. Yeah. Guess who's over here? Yeah, I seen on when you showed him. Jonah? You... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked earlier, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Where are you staying at now, Dick? Uh, I'm still here in Salt Lake. Oh, man, you're a hard guy to get a hold of, man. Uh, my number never changes. Except for when the girls get your number, dude. My man, Tick, man. Is that Namor up there? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, bro? Dude. Stefan notice. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Are you heading down what, memory lane? What, what kind of what kind of team? What uh, what kind of team is this? I, I thought I was freaking <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is the eighteen mix crew right here. What's up? What's up? Hey, there he is, there guys. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. What's up? What's up? Where do we leave off? I was just uh, talking to uh, Dicky. I didn't know that you had Dicky and freaking nah, more. These are my man. These are my <laughs> boys right here. Notice. I, Use my I stage name, like, please. Uh, all, all we're missing, all we're missing right now is some cover right now, dude. Yep. Isn't that funny though? Isn't that funny how cover brings all of us together? No question. Isn't that funny how cover brings a whole bunch of Misfits together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Heck, yeah. We bring all our stories together, and now look where we're at. Oh. I just, I want to share that story. Oh, yeah, that's where I was That's at. where, yeah, yep, yep. So I, so I went to go visit my brother and my cousin up in, uh, in Rexburg, Idaho. And we're sitting there at the apartment, and we're just getting ready to... Um, uh, to mix and my cousin Big Oss, he shout out to Big Oss. Shout out to Big Oss. He said he was walking through campus and he saw a guy, the recruiter over there. <laughs> so he invited, him. he invited him to come and uh, and partake. And so we hopped in the car, we drove around, came to swoop him up. Come to find out, it was the infamous Ray Ledger. Oh. That's when we first. Uh, um, that's when we first uh, made eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes uphill from there, man. If you guys don't know, man, if you never met Ray, if you've never uh, made contact with him, he's one of the most kindest, funniest, absolutely, the most loving guys that you could meet in any circle. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be in a Kava circle, but anywhere. It makes you feel worthy. It makes you feel like you're 
part of the family already. And uh, that's one of the things that uh, people to you. And you can ask anybody about you, man. It's, I appreciate it, man. It's who you are, man. And so we appreciate the the love that you share with everybody you come in touch with. Absolutely. Uh, thank that's one, you. 100% true right there. Man, one that's, story about that. Let me, if I can, if I can interject, interject. <laughs> That guy, I see that we're, we're talking about uh, a few years earlier. I seen that guy at the MTC. Me and him were at the, at the Mission Training Center together. <laughs> <laughs> I seen him and I was like, hey, dude, what are you doing, dude? And it, everything just, uh, the rest is history, man. Oh, my goodness. That was and that was the establishment of Rex Roots, huh? Yes, exactly. Yep. I love it. Yep. Now, what's um? I'm gonna go back to your music, man. I've seen you live a couple times, um, on stage in Utah at mm. the IRG, the mm -hmm. Island Reggae Festival. Man, you bring a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. um, when you're on stage, you just turn into a different person. When you start skanking and when you start singing that music, man. So what are um, mm -hmm. in the business? And I don't know if the business is dirty, if the business is clean. What are some of the challenges that you have encountered um, being a reggae artist? Well, uh, for me, I can't talk about any other artist. But, but for me, from what I've seen, and I've been to a couple of shows, and i just seen artists just stand and sing, you know? To me, I, I felt like I, you know, with the message that I had, I had, a, I had to captivate. Right? I had to captivate my, my audience. You can even tell, Techie, Techie was there when, when, when my music, my, you know, my, my solo career started. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, most people know me. I'm a quiet guy. Sometimes I'll, I'll you know, I'll say something here and there too. But uh, I'm never known to get up and, uh, you know, just full on make a fool of myself. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, uh, I felt like that's, that's something that I needed to do was to captivate my, my audience. And so every time I get up on the stage, I, I, take my, um, what would you call it, uh, my inspiration from other reggae artists, guys like Bunny Whaler, um, who, who, if you see him live, is an awesome skanker, man. And then I also get, uh, you, know, get you know, from guys like Dennis Brown, you know, they talk to the crowd and how they how he gets the crowd going and you know i just take little bits of this and that and this and that here and there and i just incorporate it into my own my own style so yeah i i remember when we when you first started your solo career we would mix and we would sit there and watch like live live uh, shows on YouTube, like Lucky Dubay, Bunny Whaler, like you said, mm. and try to take notes from what he did and you try to implement mm. it into your, into your, your, uh, your, your style. Yeah. 
remember we were up in Ogden. We that's all we did was just watch uh, exactly videos. I remember yeah. something that Lucky Lucky Doobie Lucky Doobie taught me. Lucky Dubey taught me. He said that people people pay, you know, to come see you. So you got to give them the best show that you know that you can ever muster. Yeah. And that's what I try to I try to bring every time I, I perform. I try to outdo my last performance, or hence the hence my uh, cartwheel. Uh, some of you guys don't. <laughs> don't know. I always get teased by the cartwheel, and everybody's like, "Are you going to do the cartwheel again?" <laughs> but uh, the cartwheel is just a small little fraction of what uh, I, you know, I was trying to accomplish. But when I hear when I when I do the cartwheel. Uh, all I hear is, woo! So, I don't know if they're clowning on me, but, uh, you know, I just love to make somebody else feel happy. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Give yeah. the people what they want, you know? <clears throat> you were doing cartwheels with those long, tall boots, military boots. And yeah. Your army suit on, your military suit on, and... You had a long reggae uh, um, thing over your neck, oh. and it was fun, man. You you rocked the house at IRG when I was there, because it started to get hot, and it started to get it's, it's out in the Bay Area, so it was yeah. in the summer. It started to get really hot, and people were getting overly drunk, and once they got drunk, they got tired because of the heat. But when you mm -hmm. came on, man, you had the whole crowd rocking. About you know a couple thousand people that were there listening to you. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, such a blessing, you know. <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to master the uh, backflip into a split. <laughs> <laughs> that would be remarkable. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, uh, you know, mastered it yet. I had a broken neck. And a visit Get to the, the ER. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lose a couple of pounds and then uh, it'll happen, guys. It'll happen. So, are you uh, getting back into music right now? Uh, if I can be honest with you, I'm 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 slowly um, doing some musical projects on the side. I I have a full time job, um, and I love my job, and it pays for our bills and. <laughs> um, but sometimes it told me for me right now, it's I'm just trying to find the balance and trying to, you know, juggle time from work and and music. But uh, my goal is to put out another album, um, if not by the end of this year, um, early next year. So that's the uh, that's the goal. But uh I'm slowly working at it, you know. Well, that's good. Nice. And we can't wait, man. And so you heard it here first on uh, the Encourage Podcast. Wow. Ray Ledger put together an album. Um, hopefully it drops by the end of the year. We'd love to be a part of that. I'm here in Utah, so I know you just do a concert. You just had a concert here. Ooh. Yes, I did. <clears throat> Who was part of that concert? Um, so basically, uh, all my... My bandmates, all the guys that I used to play with uh, when I was uh, touring, 
I used to have, uh, I had natural roots, uh, I had diverse, um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, just the same group of guys that uh, started a decade, a decade ago, you know, when Love's Messenger started, but uh, it was awesome, you know. I had a job out in, uh, in, in Vegas, and so I had all the weekends off, so I, I just, you know, thought that, you know what? This could work. So you got about six months now. Well, at least six months till the end of the year before you, anything, your album drops. Yeah, um, I think uh, I'm are gonna drop. On, are you working on any singles? Yes, right yes, I'm gonna drop a couple of singles. Um, I'm I'm gonna drop it on on, you know, just. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it on Apple, but uh, I might do it on Facebook. I might do it on, um, you know, just funnel everything to me. Yeah. Uh, any time frame about when that's going to happen? Um, maybe in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's give ourselves a six month uh, window before I drop the. Yeah, but I'm I'm working with uh, with one of the best in the business, man. He's a uh, he's a he's a Tongan guy from the from the Bay Area, and he's he's been with me since uh, in a long time. So his name is you guys, are, and he's well known. He was a, a part of the uh, of the uh, what was the name of the band? Mission Iris band. Mm. He he was also a part of. For those of you, shout out to all the Mission Irie, uh Oh dang! He was also a, a Small X, one of the founding members for Small X. Um, but you know him. Uh, yeah, his name is Goof. You talk. Oh, shout out! Man. Shout out to my man Goof, my older brother Goof. Um, major, major. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of those guys that's uh, that's changing the game for uh, us Polynesians, us Tongans and Samoans out here with reggae music. Yeah, he's got some mad talent, man. Yeah, every, like every beat I hear, like you can yeah. tell it. You can tell it you when tell. Uh, his beats because they're so different from anybody yeah. else's beats. And when you hear a goose goose sapping sound, but man, it's just different yeah and you can hear it and you Some, can feel it too yeah, sometimes exactly sometimes when you close your eyes you can feel like this guy's a jamaican or something yeah <laughs> but i know he's done a couple of tracks for other uh artists as well but that's good he's working with you or you guys are working together collaborating to get your album out because yeah he's got some mad talent absolutely that guy's for the people in the music game, you know who that guy is. Oh, hey, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's that guy? You guys hey. have that. Hey, sir. <laughs> hi, Licky. <Jump. laughs> he said, hi, Licky. <laughs> is that a Kappa Vegas bar? <laughs> mm -hmm. This is, uh, you guys are... Witnessing Kalapu um, cover cover face. 
Fai Kavasai. <laughs> That's the name of our kalapu over here. Excuse me? Okay. Is that a branch of uh, horny toes? Is that the branch of, is that a branch off of horny toes? Never kitchen. <laughs> it, 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 it's like a horny toe slash OKB. <laughs> it's it's, def, it's definitely a, a, a branch of OKB. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a, the secretary of OKB. <laughs> yeah. I thought right. he was... So just to explain to our listeners what we're looking at right now, because we're all on a FaceTime call right now, and Ray has a bunch of lights circulating around him like a UFO. <laughs> good time. Some good dis- time. disco lights. <clears throat> yeah. Man, that's incredible. So, you know, when you were talking a little bit about your stage presence, and I was kind of reminiscent of, like, how Beyonce, you know, how she gets into character. You know what I mean? How she goes out. She's she's Sasha Fierce when she's on the stage. It's mm. like I've seen your shows live too, man. It's it's uh it's different than other shows because you're animated and you're actually interacting with the crowd. You know, and you did that way back when, two thousand shoot ten nine. You know, you had your own flavor and style when you came up. So that's that'll be nice to see that come again, come out again. Yeah. I mean, I, I I definitely haven't changed much with my style, but uh, I I I'm a is is it called uh, what do you what do you call that uh, uh, originalist? I'll I'll keep the roots the root style until I die. That's what's up. And there's a there was a couple of artists that have asked me, hey, "Do you want to come on here and throw a regular motion on my on my song?" And I would have to turn them down, you know. I'm sorry, sir, but just because I I, I just didn't want to. It's fine. They can come over. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to keep it original. Hey, Bray. I was living yes, in Sacramento. I got invited to a birthday party. And I didn't know who they were, but I knew the last name was Ledger. In my head, I was like, okay. Yeah. Ledger, I know it's Ray Ledger. So I went to a birthday party. I don't know if you remember this. It was in a backyard. They had a bunch of food there. Next thing you know, you had a full-on band in the <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. How often do you do that for family? Because I know you were doing it for free, and you had that band from the Bay Area. Who, who was that band that you were that you collaborated with? That was the Servants, the Servants Band. Shout out to them. You know, you you guys can catch their music on iTunes. But uh, them brothers are my brothers, man. Those guys are my my good brothers. And, uh, yeah, they agreed to come down to do this party for a couple of beers. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that was great, man. We were front stage right there. There was nobody else but your family. There was only about, you know, 30, 40 people there. 
And how often, how often do you do that for your family? Um, do that often? Just, I do that whenever, uh, whenever they call, you know? Whenever they call, I feel like I'm, I'm obligated to do that for them. Okay. And so, Techie, whenever the wed, whenever the wedding is, I got you, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna put on, I'm gonna put on my karaoke uh, singing uh, tuxedo, and I'm gonna come and show up at your wedding. <laughs> Well, you, you let me know when you get that backflip into a split down. <laughs> Once you get that down, then it's on, man. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, I'd like to see that. So uh, uh, you're looking to drop album within the end of the year. Music, so you're still working on your music. That's that's good. Anything you'd like to share with our uh, listeners? Um. Like anything, a, that, anything to look forward to from from you? Oh, yeah! Look out for my rap album that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tongue and rap album coming uh, before. So, oh yeah! Right I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? But uh, I had a question. You, you've performed, you know, all over, man. Who were some of the favorite artists that you ever that you collaborated with or sang with um, on stage? Wow. Um, the first reggae song I heard when I was a kid was Buffalo Soldier. So definitely tribute to the king. Bob Marley is up there, number one. Um, Gregory Isaac, Dennis Brown. Um, um, <clears throat> lately I've been into bands more of the bands than uh, the artists. Like back in the days, it was uh, the band that topped the charts back in the days was Roots Radix. And I've been listening to a lot of their stuff and, and bands like uh, Wailing Souls and just the dynamics of how they, how they put their music together was just astounding, you know? So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I I rarely listen to the new, the new rat or the new reggae that's out uh, today. Big up to uh, let's see Morgan Heritage. I that's one of the one of the beauties of like, doing this job or being in the music industry is that you get to open up for so many um, successful reggae artists. Like, one of my most uh, amazing accomplishments was to open up for Maxi Priest. And he tore it up, man. And I had guys like Maxi Priest. And, uh, there was Tanya Stevens. Um, shoot, Morgan Heritage. And the list goes on, you know. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oh, you come back out again, man. man. I'll be right here and I'll be honored. Honored again. Hopefully, I master my uh, backflip into the splits. That time. Oh, yeah, tech. 
What's that? Hurry up. <laughs> I, I, want, I, want to, I want to see the cartwheel into the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy, dude. <laughs> no, but I, I, I feel you on the on watching the bands because uh, I'm a big fan of Lucky Dubay. <laughs> but his older band, the Slayer. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the newer band is cool, but I'm more into the older band, the Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, that that band when they were playing, man, they had some good music right there. You know, just the way yep. they played, they put the music together, mm-hmm. like you said. <laughs> you're right. Well, looks like you're starting to get a little busy, right? Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you to your listeners uh, for. Uh, you know, bearing with us <laughs> for for bearing with this boring guy. <laughs> oh, you're not boring, but we'd love to uh, have you back on once you uh, get your single and your album ready to get dropped. We'd love to have you back on. Oh, you know it. it. You uh, know it. Tell us all about it, where to find it, and all that. So, yeah. are, you, are you still doing social media? Uh, I mean, I've got a Facebook page and a what, um, and a Twitter page. I so pretty much I'm on Instagram now. Yeah, I'm at Kava. Is it Kava time? And that's uh, that's Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. That's Instagram. So our listeners can find you on at Kava time on Instagram. Yes. Is that K A V A T I M E? T-Y-M-E. T-Y-M-E. And, um, yeah. And and then there's still Ray Ledger on uh, Facebook. It's great. Cool. Appreciate you, brothers. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. You're tuned into the Encouragers Podcast. This is your boy, Ray Ledger. Red Rover. All right.